Hello, and thank you for listening to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. Take your Bibles, if you happen to have them, and you can get to them, and go to Romans chapter 6. We're continuing this thought of being dead to self, being dead to self, but alive to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus said, speaking of himself going to the cross, in John 12, 24, Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. If it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. And we learn from that, and we see in many places throughout Scripture, that as a Christian, if we are to bear much fruit, we must be dead to self. We talked about that at length on Friday, how we are dead, and we identify with Christ's death on the cross. Now, our flesh, it, it, it technically died when Jesus died. And by faith, when we get saved, we appropriate that victory over sin that Jesus won on the cross to our own lives. Now, we still deal with the presence of sin. We will not deal with the penalty of sin. You're not going to hell if you're saved. We don't deal with the power of sin any longer. Sin shall not have dominion over you. We read that on Friday, and we'll probably read it again here in a second. But we still deal with the presence of sin. When a chicken, I've never seen this, uh, I I get my chicken at Chick-fil-A, but when you cut a chicken's head off, okay, I'm told sometimes it runs around a while in the chicken coop or whatever, wherever chickens live. I think they just live at Chick-fil-A. They just get shipped there. Um, but whatever, and they, they writhe around, they flop around, they're still moving. Now they're dead, but they're moving on nerves and muscle memory. They flop around. Now that's what we deal with, with sin. You're going to struggle, um, such as it is, if that's the right word, you're, you're going to deal with sin for as long as you're alive until you get your incorruptible body one day that will happen when you pass away on this earth and you give up your corruptible body and you meet the Lord face to face uh, to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. Instantly, you are with the Lord. Or if Christ before you have the chance to die, if Christ returns and catches you away, he'll give us our new bodies then. Either way, at that point, when we pass off uh, this mortality to put on immortality, uh, you will be until then struggling, dealing with the presence of sin, not the penalty of sin, not the power of sin, although sometimes we do sag and sigh under the power of sin, but we shouldn't. That's not God's will for us. However, we will always deal with the presence of sin, and we deal with that by dying to self, by dying to self. I'll begin again in Romans 6. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we, did you see that? We also should walk in newness of life. Just a pause in verse four. That's God's will for you today, Christian to walk in newness of life. Remember when Jesus said, I'm come 
that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly? What do you think that meant? Now, eternal life is something that's promised to the believer. When you get saved, you're passed from death unto life. You're not going to hell. You're going to heaven when you die, simply by faith in the blood of Jesus, his perfect sacrifice for your sins. That's it. However, there's a lot more to it for right now. It's not just something you're looking forward to one day, although it is, but right now, Christ has life more abundantly for you right now. Now that will come totally one day, completely, perfectly, but right now, Christ has made in you a new creature. You are a new person. You have a new life. And verse four of Romans six, we also should walk in newness of life. It says, just like Jesus died and rose again, you having been dead to sins, Christ having conquered them, you accepting it by faith applied to your account, you just like Christ rose from the dead to walk in newness of life, you should too. Verse five of Romans six, for if we've been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. You see that if you're a dead man, then you're not struggling with anything anymore. You see, you're freed from sin because the old man is dead. Verse eight, now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Now, thank you for being patient because now, verse 11, we've come to the word that is the key to unlocking, understanding, and the practice of being dead to self. How can I be dead to self? It's an especially relevant question because I made the point Friday and today that it's already done, you see. And that happened when Christ died for your sins. And you got saved, the old man is dead. We just read that in several different ways in Romans 6. Self died. So what is our responsibility? Verse number 11. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Can you guess which word it is? It's the word reckon. Reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. I love the word reckon. Now, Southerners get attributed the word reckon pretty much exclusively, I think. I don't hear that word too much when I'm up in the North. But reckon is a great word. <laughs> reckon means exactly how we, I say we Southerners. I wasn't born in the South, but I was raised in Tennessee. I have lived in the South for the last several years. Um, it means exactly what we say it, it, it means, how we use it. Reckon means this. Reckon means to figure, to account, to think or consider something to be. Technically, it's sort of an accounting term. 
figuring with numbers. Your, your reckoning would be your answer. Okay, so based on what I know, the evidence I have, I am determining or reckoning something as my conclusion or my answer. And here we see that we, because we are dead, because we are dead to our sins, and because we are alive unto God through Christ Jesus, we are to reckon or conclude or figure or account or consider ourselves to be so. We are to believe what Christ has said about us. We are to believe the fact about us as Bible-believing Christians, born-again Christians, born-again, blood-bought, self-has-died Christians. We're just to believe it. We're to believe it. And this point is for everyone who has at some point prayed for victory over something specific. Lord, please conquer this particular thing in my life, so forth. Well, Christ has already done everything necessary to help you die to self. His same sacrifice that saves you from sin also has the power to free you from sin. Did you get that? When Christ died and then you appropriated that to yourself by uh, asking him to save you by faith, putting it all uh, on him, trusting him and nothing else, when you got born again, when you got saved, that same sacrifice that you trusted in to save you from your sin forever has the power to free you from sin right now. Romans 6, I mean, just read all of Romans 6. Verse 18 says, we are free from sin and we are free from sin, all of us. It says, not some of us, we are free from sin. As believers, it's saying that. Uh, Verse 11 again, likewise, reckon ye Also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Another way we could say that is this. Believe it. Believe it. Conclude it in your mind. It matters what you think about your sin and about your Christian life. You'll get very discouraged otherwise and angry at your own failures. Verse 6 of Romans 6, it says, knowing this. Verse 9, knowing this. Verse 11, reckon. You have to understand what the Bible teaches you about being dead to self and alive to God through Jesus Christ, about walking in newness of life, about Christ dwelling in you. And when you understand what the Bible teaches and you believe it, then you can reckon yourself also dead indeed unto sin. And you can live dead to self and begin living that victorious Christian life. Let's talk about this some more again tomorrow. I don't think we've said everything we need to about that little word, reckon. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. 